0: For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Hey everybody, welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Episode 47 got a quick message for you today. I went on Facebook, mentions if you haven't seen it, a great little video based product, a way for us to interact together via video. I went on there and I just asked quite simply, what's on your mind? What are some of the questions that you have? Now, I think that that question, it's important because this is the time of the year where you know we're developing our business plan and we're looking for what are all the open loop projects and how do we close the loops? And I thought what I would do today is just answer four questions I thought that were interesting and relevant for all of us in terms of making 2016 our best year ever. The first question I got was from Michael, and Michael I'm sorry I just could not pronounce your last name. Michael asked, how much money do you think a first year agent should plan to spend on marketing? So, you know, Michael, if you and I were sitting together face to face, I'd have to ask you a lot of questions. There's no, I don't think, one simple answer. You know, you look at the five levels, here you are as a startup, right? We know that 87% of all people fail every five years. And I have a feeling most of them didn't spend enough or didn't do enough in terms of marketing and lead generation that would cause them to win. Now, I have a feeling though, if I looked at startup over here, restructure over here, fading winner, they're all ultimately going to point to the same group, which is growth, right? If I want to be pro growth inside my business, I can give you an easy number and say, hey, you know what? 10% of your expected income should go towards your marketing and lead generation, 10%. Whether that is in direct mail, in online advertising, in you know brochures and everything else you're doing. I do wanna be clear with you though, when you're talking about your marketing budget, there's really two heads today of marketing. I would say to you there's direct, resp- uh, direct response and branding. And I wanna be very clear, there's a big difference between the two Branding, I mentioned earlier, is like your brochures when you take a listing, right? Or the flyers that you create, or your business cards, or your website that you don't drive traffic to, just your website. All that falls under branding versus direct response, I spend a dollar with an expectation to make five, to make 10, um, buying leads from uh, Zillow Realtor, Trulia, zerple one of those as an example, or running, we used to do Craigslist ads, or direct mail, direct response versus branding. I would tell you that as a brand new agent, 99% of my dollars would be on direct response, 1% would be on branding the truth is you can have an about.me is that right John about.me right kind of a basic website that you could create that would be far better than spending a lot of money on developing a website today that no whatever goes to or you now have to spend money to drive traffic to you're far better off um, you know buying leads from Trulia as an example um, or you know doing direct mail so I'd be spending 99% of my time there now Same rules apply for the fading winner, for the restructuring and for the startup because that's what the growth are doing, 10%. Now, the bigger issue though for you as a brand new agent is how much time are you gonna spend prospecting? That's the bigger issue. See, my basic belief is since 87% of the industry turns over every five years, they're not prospecting enough. If as a brand new agent, you were to call every single person in your database, which we're gonna cover in a minute, if you were to call every for sale by owner, every expired, canceled, withdrawn, do an open house every single weekend, knock on doors around the open house, you know, 50 to 100 before and after, if you did this, by the way, all of that has zero cost and maximum results. And by the way, I know some of you are gonna say, well, gosh, Tom, I don't like for sale by owners. Who cares? A percentage of them are going to list their house with someone, I prefer that that would be you. Um, expires, cancels, withdraws. same exact situation. They listed the home, it didn't work out, they didn't get their price, yada yada. Someone else needs to repackage and reposition the property in order for you to win. So Michael, I would just, I'd be very mindful. If 87% failure rate occurs in the real estate industry, that's the stat. The vast majority of them are not doing these activities. This is what I know. Find out what the masses are do and do the opposite. Do the opposite and you're going to succeed. If you're looking just for a number, 10% is fine, 20% is fine, but remember, there's a big difference today in the world of marketing between branding and direct response and I want to spend my dollars on direct response where I can spend a dollar I could do a direct mail piece and get two phone calls I could run an online ad on Facebook and get you know 500 likes or you know three people that are requesting the value of their home so all my money would be spent on direct response so let's go to the next question John Number two, this. speaking of John, John Mangus, John, big shout out to you. One of the greatest remax brokers, one of the greatest brokers in all of real estate in my opinion, amazing guy. John asked this question, he said, Tom, I'm on a flight to Naples to attend an NAR broker conference. What do you see as the broker's role evolving into in the future? You know, John, I'm, I'm no Nostradamus. I talk about some of the trends that I'm seeing in real estate. Um, Clearly, clearly the need for leadership has never been stronger than it is today in the real estate world. The need for leaders. So I'm gonna tell you that one of the hardest jobs we know to find is a real estate manager, someone that can do the work that they do and make it their mission and impact all those wonderful agents and cause them to succeed and do it financially responsible for the brokerage or the publicly traded company. That's a hard role to fill. That, that role to me is never gonna go away. There's always going to be the need for leadership. Now. The services that a broker provides, that can change. How you make your money, that can certainly change. And, and you and I have witnessed that certainly in the last 28 years. Um, I would ask you though, if you're an agent watching this, how important is the leadership of your broker? Maybe give me a comment or some feedback on that. I know when we survey our top clients, our core and elite and team plus coaching members, what's interesting is the more homes they sell, the more they tell us how important the leadership role is, which is really interesting because if you study the industry the way I have the last say, you know, 28 years, the hallucination and I mean hallucination is the more successful an agent becomes the less they need the brokerage and yet our clients are telling us the exact opposite they're saying the more homes I sell the more I need the guidance of my broker the more I need the wisdom of my broker manager the more I need that leadership in their heads in their hearts in their minds as they're operating their business so I think it's interesting John how you make money in the future I think that's always going to evolve and change the core of why leaders exist will never change, in my opinion. Question number three I got on Facebook. It was from Tristan. Tristan said, um, (laughs) this was great, keeping it cheap with marketing for listings. Like, how do we keep it cheap when marketing for listings? How do we keep it cheap? Um, Price the home correctly to sell in the first place. That would be the reality. Just like we talked about a minute ago with branding and direct response. Look, if we want to get our listings to sell, price is the number one factor beyond that what i see is you know there's there's no marketing i can do that causes an overpriced listing to sell there's no marketing we can do now there's plenty of marketing we can do that causes you to attract more clients now that's entirely different Um, today i would recommend Every listing that you take, as an example, you shoot a video like this, showing the home. You take and you, that three minute video with some, a nice intro, some music, showcasing the property, a little call to action at the end, maybe a little video of you saying, thanks so much for watching, I would take that video, I would email it to my entire database. I would post it on Facebook. I would then boost it on Facebook. I would take that same video, make a 15 second version of it, and I would put it out on Instagram as an example. I would tweet out the long form and the short form as an example. I would get the word out nonstop when it comes to marketing my listing to attract more clients. But understand, if it's not priced right, it's never gonna sell. So rule number one is price it to sell. All of the other marketing is really about exposing the property and getting you potential new customers. I hope that makes sense. The last question. The last question was from Diane, uh, Diane Wheatley. She said, "Um, you got any tips on building your database? Well, Sarah, I think we've actually covered a couple videos that were just on this. Um, So I wanna stress to you maybe a couple different points of view. Sitting here right now, if I was looking to build my business, as you are, in 2016 and beyond, I'd be very mindful of the size of my database. I'd also be very mindful of kind of context marketing. Specifically, I'd be thinking about Facebook. I'd be thinking about Instagram today. I'd be thinking about YouTube today. I'd even be thinking about Twitter, though it's certainly becoming... I don't know for me relevant for many people less relevant because they haven't figured out the Twitter game so there's the size of the database we know right it if you have 300 people a thousand people 300,000 people if you are reaching out to them 24 to 36 times a year in all of these social channels plus direct mail right plus making phone calls right, you're doing all the right things, you should be converting 5% of that total list into an annual transaction. So Diane, my question for you is, is it about increasing the size, or is it making sure that you're touching people in the most relevant way, and you have a marketing plan to ensure your success? I would challenge all of the Tom Ferry Show watchers to say, Do I have a marketing plan set to make sure that I'm nurturing and connecting with the relationships that I have inside my database and relating to them in all the areas where they're spending their time? I mean, let's face it, this is the number one thing we're watching now. It's no longer the television, my friends. We're on this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just a few minutes ago, John was showing me a beautiful video of his son who turned six months old and the entire video was shot and edited right here on his iPhone. This is where we need to be connecting with people today, whether it's direct mail, calling, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, text messages, that's the game. Now, if you want to add more people, we know that you know every time you're at an open house with an app like Open Home Pro or others, you have got a beautiful interface to capture and connect those people that are coming into your open home or your open house, that's always a good idea. We know that you could run Facebook ads for you know, dollars a day and pick up more people that are liking your page, that's another option. Um, you could be doing all kinds of direct response marketing whether it was you know, on the Zillow Realtor, Trulia, we used to do Craigslist, you know the whole nine yards, that whole gamut and every new person that comes in, they get added to your database. But again, I wanna stress to you, Size is not the, the sort of defining factor. The size of the database to me is not the issue. It is the relationship and association that they have with you. Sarah, we did a video a long time ago, remember called Be The Hub, right? Be the hub, be the, the source of inspiration and information and you know, market data in your area about real estate. You do that for 300 people and you kill it you have 3,000 people you email to and they never open it up and don't relate to you? Who cares? Does that make sense? So in wrapping up, I wanna ask you a question, and I'd love to get some feedback on whether it's my YouTube channel, or Facebook, or Twitter, or Instagram, or however you wanna reach out. Um, I wanna know from you, what's the big issue you're dealing with in your business? And you post it there. I'm going to give you some feedback. I'm going to give you some comments. I'm going to give you some coaching as a gift for me to you. So thank you so much for watching. Remember always, your strategy matters, and now more than ever, your passion rules. Here's to 2016 BYE.: Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much. <laughs>